It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. Now, got this uh, recently and we're going to read it for you. Hi PJ, I'd like to stay anonymous due to the subject matter of this email. I've been happily married over 15 years. I have two young kids. I'm in my late 30s. Recently, my husband has been very distant with me. While it's not something I'm proud of, I checked his phone last weekend. I found really inappropriate sexual messages from a woman I don't know. It looks from the messages like he has been going to meet her in hotels in the evenings while I'm at home with the kids. As part of his job, he travels a lot, so I've never suspected anything when he's had to work away from home. I'm heartbroken and I'm scared. What should I do next? I'm a stay-at-home mum. He deals a lot with the finances, so I'm petrified to tell him that I know what he's been up to, just in case he leaves me for this other woman. Has he been doing this for years? I feel sick to my stomach and I feel so alone. I've not told anyone else. I have a sister up the country, but I don't want to tell her as I don't want to be judged. I don't know where to turn to next. Please, can any of your listeners help? Has anyone else been through this? I feel sick every time he lies next to me in bed at night. Thank you for listening and any advice from your listeners would be hugely appreciated. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The amount of dress, as they say, withheld. And you can see why. So we, we threw this around the office to know what we might do. And there's a book written by a woman called Tracy Shorn, which the book is called Leave a Cheater, Gain a Life. And she calls herself the chump lady. And she deals in this kind of thing. And she has a website and she has social media. And she advises people on what they might do if they find themselves in the situation that our listener finds herself in. So, with her permission, we passed on the email to to Tracy, the jump lady. And uh, Tracy, you have been reading it. Um, but, but let's get one thing out of the way first. Chump lady? What does that mean? Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Uh, well, chump lady is, is my pen name. Um, and I chose chump, the word deliberately. Um, I'm not sure the meaning in Ireland, but here it sort of means to be played for a fool, a, a stupid person. And a lot of the language around infidelity, I thought, um, was kind of soppy and soft. And I, you can't be chumped unless there's a con artist, unless there's somebody chumping you. And that's very much the dynamic. So, so chump lady. And now it's sort of a term of affection. And the people who read my site call themselves chump nation. And yeah, it's, it's worked its way into the lexicon. Yeah, it's not any sense of if your partner is cheating on you, it's your fault, no? No, let's start with that. It's not your fault. You don't, we don't have superpowers. And if you had a superpower, it would not be a rejection. You would not make someone cheat on you. So you don't drive people to abuse you. Like you don't drive them to drink and you don't drive them to hit you. You don't drive them to cheat on you. I got you. Okay. So I guess start with your own story, Tracy. You, you married in 2006. How quickly after your marriage did you realize you were being chumped? Uh, pretty darn quickly. Yeah, six months. Six months after I married this fellow, um, his mistress of 20 years called me. <laughs> so I had no idea. And yeah, I was completely and thoroughly chumped. He had a double life going back decades. He was a civil servant. He had a security clearance. He seemed like a solid citizen. And yeah, these people are out there. Um, yeah, anyway, she called me and... Uh, and informed me of her existence. So, right. yeah, so it took me a while to untangle myself from that situation. But when I went through it, um, you know, all the resources back then, and unfortunately still now, were what did you do to make this person cheat on you? And how are you going to improve yourself to win him back? And, and the number one best-selling title in the U.S. at the time was, My Husband's Affair was the best thing that ever happened to me. I think the author is Anne Brecht. And honest to God, she was on Oprah. That's like a real title. And I thought, there's, that was not my experience. My experience was getting out of this abusive relationship, because I, I think to cheat on someone is abusive. It was the sanest, best thing I did. And I was wondering, where are the stories of people who leave cheaters and have better lives and saner, happier lives? And so I created 
the kind of resource that I wished existed when I went through it. So that's how Chump Lady came to be. Did you just leave or how long did it take you to leave? Um, it took me, it took me about, well, Im- immediately it took me about two months, but there was like a back and forth thing. I was probably a divorced about a year later, but I was vulnerable. I mean, I had just moved my life to be with him. Yeah. It took a lot of lawyering and, and this particular individual got very threatening when I tried to leave him. So I had to get the police and yeah, it oh. was, it was ugly. Very ugly. Yeah. And unfortunately. And then... Once you managed to extricate yourself from that situation, how did we go from there then to a book and a website? Yeah, well, you know, like a lot of people, I I got out of this nightmare and thought, you know, that's it, you know, just going to go live my life and that's over. Mm. And um, and a few years later, I, I very happily fell in love again and remarried. My husband's a Texas trial lawyer or was at the time civil rights lawyer and, um, and he also was had been in a marriage, long-term marriage, where his wife was cheating. So we sort of had this in common in our background. And um, and he was very. I'm a writer and come from a publishing background. He's like, you should write a book. And because I would give people advice online, you know, like people mm. do. And and I'm like, oh no, no, that seems like too much. So I started the blog instead, and it got very popular. And I did write a book, and then so I, I didn't quite know how it would go over in the marketplace, but. Um, but I, I got an agent and a book deal, and it went over very well. So, yeah. you know, other people were hungering for a different message around this subject. Yeah, you're, you're, you're straight and to the point. You don't pull your punches. And like you say, you don't go with the cliches of old. Now, we sent you on the email that I've just read for listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we sent you on that email. And I think your initial reaction is that you've seen it all before. Yeah, I get sad letters like this every day. Um, and... You know, the the thing that really struck me about the letter, which is not uncommon, is that this woman seems to feel very ashamed and isolated about what's happened to her. She doesn't even want to tell her own sister, which Mm. is just really sad. And if she was writing to me, the first thing I would say is, it's not your fault, and you should not feel ashamed about this. The the person who should feel the shame, although they won't, um, is your husband. You know, he's Mm. the person with the double life. So, I think the first thing she needs to do is, you know, get a support tribe, get people that she can talk to and who are there to help her. Um, When I created my site, I was very clear that it was a safe space for chumps, for people who are betrayed. A lot of other places want to talk about the cheater and their motivations or focus on reconciliation. And I'm not about any of that, whether you stay or whether you go your first step needs to be protecting yourself. Mm-hmm. Come back a little bit to the shame of it there. She seems mm-hmm. even too ashamed to, to tell her sister. Have you, have you come to understand, Tracy, or even in your own case, your own experience, where that shame mm-hmm. comes from? You, why would you be ashamed of something that is being done to you? Well, there's a lot of that out there. Myself, I'm pretty open person. I think within, you know, five minutes of this happening, I was talking to people because uh, I just couldn't believe it. You're just the walking wounded. Um, but first of all, where does the shame come from? There are a lot of cultural messages out there that 
especially for women, that you drove, and for men too, that you drove your partner to do this. Unmet needs, that you weren't whatever, you weren't sexy enough, you weren't, you spent too much time with the children, whatever the excuse is, that you weren't enough of something and this drove your partner to go cheat on you. And that really just doesn't stand up to scrutiny. There's an ethical decision tree. You could do a lot of things before you do the unethical thing of have a double life. You could have a difficult conversation. You can go to a therapist. You can talk to a divorce lawyer. Nobody makes you cheat. But a lot of resources purported to help people do blame them. There's a lot of victim blaming out there, and there's a lot of that in the culture. Yeah. And I think so. That's that's one area. And then the other area is... When this happens to you, it's so shattering, and you you are in a state of shock and disbelief. And there's a bargaining stage of grief where you think, I must be able to salvage this somehow, and I'll do whatever it takes. I'll, I'll buy the Affair Proof Your Marriage books. I'll buy the snake oil. I'll do it. I'll take it on. And you don't want to tell people because either, A, you don't want them to, t- to like judge you or talk you out of it, but you also... Maybe you know it's a lost cause, but you don't want to tell your sister because she's going to stand up for you. Or maybe your sister, depending on where she is, may blame you for it. You know, unfortunately, that happens to a lot of people. You know, their own parents blame them for it. Um, You know, and men get it too, too. I mean, look, I I don't mean to make it all about women. Men get this too. You know, like, what, what did you do? You weren't romantic enough or you weren't enough of whatever. We do blame people for this. Yeah, like it's, it's he's the one doing the cheating. You're not to blame here. What I also sense from her is, with the two young children, she, she's afraid to start fighting back now that yeah. she knows what she knows. Sure, I mean she's economically vulnerable, and what I t- and that that can really keep you caught as well. I mean, you don't want to hurt your children, and there's a lot of messages out there that divorce hurts children, and um. But I tell people, you know, modeling dysfunction to children hurts them too. And would you want this to happen to one of your kids? What would you tell them? And, you know, modeling self-respect and modeling protection and modeling strength is all to the good. You know, children need a sane parent. Some children don't get any sane parents. You know, I tell people, you need to be the sane parent. You need to step up. And because this person is, the other person is checked out with their affair, you know, with whatever unicorns they're chasing, they're not there. So you have to be there for the kids. And you can't be sane if you're caught up in this person's psychodrama. So I'm not, I'm not a believer and you have to stay together for the children. (laughs) That's, you know, focus on your own safety and your own protection and your kids. So now that she has discovered what she Thinks she has discovered, and I use that reservedly because would you agree she now needs to go and prove it? Does she need to get more evidence before she confronts, or does she confront him tonight? Oh, no, no. <laughs> I mean, my, I, I don't, you know, I'm not there, I don't know what she found, but it, it sounds like she's found receipts and um, messages, and she's heartbroken by whatever it is she found. Um, I advise people, even though it's very difficult, don't confront. You know, she should document this. She should line up her ducks. She should find out the financials. Because this person isn't your friend. This person is kind of your enemy. They're making unilateral decisions for their own benefit 
it's a it's an abusive power dynamic. They are being deceitful with you. So you cannot expect them to behave with transparency and honesty. You know, oh, show me the hotel receipts. He's not going to do that, you yeah. know. Um, so I tell people, you know, do some reconnaissance at some point and get yourself some help. Put together a support team, whether you go see a therapist, whether you get on a community like mine where you can talk to people who can hold your hand through this. Don't, don't try to go it alone. Or you tell your family, you tell your sister, you find people who have your back. Um, because the person who's been deceiving you has been manipulating you. And they're going to continue that strategy. They're not going to have a character transplant and suddenly be a vulnerable, honest person with you because you found out. They're just going to continue to manipulate you and gaslight you and probably only confess to what they think you know. Yeah. Um, so the time to get your evidence together is when he still thinks you're a chump and when you're unsuspecting. Yeah. She needs to be a fighter and she needs to document this stuff. She needs to spend some time getting her ducks in a row. Now also, she she, she found this information by, by looking at her husband's phone, something that she says she's not proud of. But look, she did it. She yeah. will probably have a phone number now. Should she confront the other half of this equation. My advice is don't do it. My husband, as I says, a lawyer, and he has an expression in the law, if it feels good, don't do it. Like, it's only going to get you under it. People have done it, or, you know, you think of this advice too late. Um, don't do it for a couple of reasons. One, it can backfire on you. You don't, you have children. You may have a custody trial. You don't want to look like a loon. Um, and you will be painted that way as someone who's scorned and bitter and, whatever don't don't give them ammunition the second is this person isn't an honest broker either i mean they're going they're clearly unless they don't know which is there's a chance of that how likely is that tracy that they don't know he's a married man with two kids it, it could be likely i mean some of these people are predators i mean sure he, he, they they may not know but they might i mean it may be somebody that she knows i I don't really know, but I really think that that's the least of her problems right now is that other person's love life. I, her number one priority should be herself and protecting herself. Um, so, no, I would not confront the affair partner. And the other reason I wouldn't do it is it's what I call the pick-me dance. You know, it's like people who are cheating on you love this kind of competition between you and the affair partner. You're going to fight them, you know, for the wonderfulness that is the okay. cheater. Okay. Okay. And, and like, don't, don't give it to, don't do that. Don't oh, he might like the idea of two women fighting over him. Well, I don't think he'll like the idea of being discovered, but if he's going to be discovered, yes, I think he would like the whole people fighting over him. Yeah. And that's certainly a line of manipulation that people use. Well, I don't know. I don't know which one of us I love. I'm very confused. I have to think about this. And they want to goad people into the, and that goes for mistresses too, you know, goading them into these unhealthy competitions for the cheater. And the only winner in this is the cheater, right? Yeah. So, I tell people, don't, don't do that. Don't do the pick-me-dance. So, yes, don't confront this person. I would just say, focus on yourself, focus on your children, focus on getting what you need to be safe from this person. And I'm not a reconciliation site. I don't advise people to do that, no, but no. People, do, people do it. And if you're going to do it, you should get 
you should still see a lawyer. You need to know what the finances are and you need to not be in an economically vulnerable position with this person who you can't trust. Isn't it important to protect the children from this, that anything that happens happens when they're out or at school, wherever? Yeah, you know that that's a, I don't know the ages of her children. Um No, I, I don't I don't either, but I'm just assuming that yeah. they are school going. She's in her late 30s, so they're probably school going kids and they're married 15 years. So chances are school going kids. Yeah, so under, I my my advice, you know, first protect yourself, first see a lawyer, do all those things when things cool down or whatever. I firmly believe that you shouldn't gaslight children even with the best of intentions. I tell people on my site Talk to children in age-appropriate ways and don't editorialize. So you don't say mom's a slut or dad's a jerk or whatever. You don't use those terms. You just say, like, when it happened to me, I had been a single mother when I met my, you know, ex cheating ex-husband. I told my son when you he was eight years old at the time when you get married to somebody you make a promise to be that person's special person and you don't have boyfriends and girlfriends and you don't lie and you know and sometimes things when people tell lies you can't trust them and that's that's why it has to end i'll finish by reading an opening line from your book Uh, because I'm recommending maybe that this person should probably buy it on Amazon. I'm sorry if you need this book. I'll assume your interest isn't purely academic. You're a chump. You were played for a fool, lied to, and left as a carry-on for the divorce, divorce lawyers. Welcome to Chump Nation. And it goes on like that. You don't pull your punches here, Tracy. <laughs> no, but but isn't that what you'd want from a friend? You know, someone to grab you by the lapels and say, Hey! Stop being played, right? That's what a real friend would do for you. And there's a thing about friendship, and I often say it. A a friend will tell you what you want to hear. A real friend will tell you what you absolutely got to hear, whether you like it or not. And that's what she needs now, isn't it? Yes, that's the kind of friend that, that I try to be and that the people on my site try to be to each other. And, you know, it's a very hard thing to navigate and it helps to talk to people who've navigated it. And that that's, that's the happy ending that I would go is that there's a really good life on the other side of this craziness and this heartbreak. And, and I wouldn't have been doing this for 10 years unless there was like really happy stories and resilience and, you know, the underdog wins that happens all the time. And, you know, you're, You didn't want this new life, but you're going to get it. So take the reins. Control it yourself. Tracy, thank you for your time today. Thank you. Thanks, Tracy. The the chump lady, Tracy Sean. She she does not mince her words, does she, to be fair to her? So let's look at that line in the email. He deals with a lot of the finances, so I'm petrified to even tell him I know what he's been up to, just in case he leaves me for this other woman. And she's frightened. She doesn't know what to do. Tracy advises her to get all her ducks in a row before she does anything. Angela, good morning to you. Good morning, Peter. How are you? Good. What would you think she should do? I think definitely my heart is actually going out to this poor woman. It never happened to me, John, thank God, and tip wood. But I would actually tell my family and name, and I'm telling you, I shame himself. Mm. 
you know, because that woman now is just going through torture, just keeping everything to herself, yeah. you know? She says she has no a good. sister up the country, but doesn't she, want to tell her as she might be judged. No, no, no. She should not be judged, PJ. She is in the right. Her husband is in the wrong, yeah. you know? And her sister should understand that, you know? Yeah. I mean, if she could, if she, in my opinion anyway, she should open up. To, to family members or close friends, even, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. Because my heart is broken over. Just to re- when you read out the letter, it's, it's, it's not right, like, you know? Yeah. She, should, she should actually tell someone, open up to someone. Because if it was me and I was in that situation, I would tell my family or a very, very close friend. Yes, she, she must have somebody in her life. You'd hope at least that she has somebody in her life that can say, whether it be a sister or a friend, sit down there, I have something to tell you. Exactly, exactly, PJ. If, even if it's a, she doesn't want to tell her sister, obviously she she has friends, or the, a particular one friend, mm-hmm. you know, that she tells everything to. Yeah. That's what I would do, that's my opinion. You'd need a friend then who will turn around and be very straight with you, very blunt with you. Exactly, PJ, that you can trust, that you put your trust into, you know, but a friend that you know, like from years and years ago, like that you know, you can tell them something in confidence and they won't go blabbering it around the place, you know. Would you agree, Angela, with what Tracy says, that before she does anything, though, she should get as much information as she can? Oh, I'd agree with that, PJ, get as much as she can, and God forgive me now, PJ, for saying it, like she was, like... I know she went for the man's phone. I know that it's not right, but she obviously guessed something was going on, you know, the way he could be acting. She, she doesn't She doesn't give that impression. Well, she said, yeah, he's, he, he's been distant with her. And, and right. then she said it's not something she's proud of. She checked his phone. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't be proud of it either, to be fair. But with the distance thing now, I'd be wondering why. So... You know, so that's something that I I would do. Yeah. I would have done in the past if it happened to me. Yeah. You know, I would do the same as that woman, and she's not wrong to do it. All right. So she needs to find somebody to talk to, someone can, she can say, I need you to sit down and listen to me. You can talk at the end, but right now I just need you to listen to me. Exactly, Peter. Just an air, just right. an, an open air. That's all she needs. Okay. And a good one at that. All right. Angela, I'd say, you know what? I'd say you'd be fairly good at that yourself. Oh, For- I'm telling you now, PJ. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the call. Thank you very much. Quartz 96 FM. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.